Welcome back to yet another episode of Down the Hall Podcast. I'm here with, of course, Rodney, the talent of of the duo. Rodney. Wow, that's the first time. That that pained you to say that, I believe. Yeah, I'm cramping. I'm cramping (laughs) up in like my calf muscles somehow. Hey, so what what why are we here? Uh we're here, Chet, to uh save people the hassle and the bother and the time of having to search for a movie to watch. You know why? Because people spend on average every year. 115 hours. 100. I, I keep saying every year, but I don't actually know. I haven't seen the just stat. Just looking for a movie to watch? Just looking. Just looking. Man. For a movie to watch. I haven't what? seen this fact. I haven't. I, I can't verify it. I showed I'm taking you your word for it. I showed you it. Um, But I'm going to ask you this. Mm-hmm. What would you do if I were to magically reward you with 115 hours? So you're saying some podcast out there like slaved to make sure that that I was given back about 115 hours because they already determined what was worth watching, right? Yeah. And now I get, I get that So basically back. like the opposite of what's going to happen to us in probably a few minutes from now where it's going to go from 1 a.m. to 2 a.m. in a matter of seconds because of daylight savings. Yeah. So what would I do at that time? Well, I know this sounds strange, but I think I would actually, and I need you to track with me here, I think I would use that time to actually watch more stuff, but not just like, not just for entertainment. This is more for like, bettering myself. This is sort of a pursuit of knowledge. I want to watch um, educational documentaries is because recently I was enlightened uh, when I, when I watched a a fascinating one, it was about canoeing. Uh, It was fascinating. It was actually hosted by Keanu Reeves. Okay. Yeah. It was called, um, I'm trying to track with you. Yeah. Um, it was called Keanu can canoe. Can you, I, I, I I guess I'm disappointed. I'm I'm like disappointed. I'm a little my heart's racing. I wanted to tell that so badly. I wanted is to that that a, is that a, so bad. Is that a real? No, it's not real. I made that up. You made. You think that's real? A Netflix <laughs> well, documentary called Keanu. Can, I guess Canoe, I Canoe? thought you might be saying that it was real because you were trying to like impress the people who are listening. Like, oh wow, this Chet guy might be like kind of like manly and paddle down the wilderness. And I'm all I'm thinking is like, definitely if I had you in a canoe, I would be having to yell at you the whole time because our canoe would be going in circles. No, I'd hold my own. I'd, I'd, I'd get us there. I'm not even saying you'd get us there. I'd what does that there. mean? I'd we would get each other there. Right. That's a Don't act like you would battle our, that's right not towards even how the canoes work. Is where I'd, I'd that's not even how canoes work. You're supposed to do teamwork. Honey, there's no chance you've ever been in a canoe. Uh, I have no. more than you guaranteed more than you. No yes, chance. absolutely. No chance. Are you kidding? This is a I, I live in canoes. This is you, what? <laughs> I live in them. Okay. Listen, I, I am going to set the agenda for the episode. Before that, <clears throat> I find it necessary to thank every single person out there who took the time to go on Twitter to vote for Down the Hall podcast when we were up for the Potter and Family podcast of the week. And we, um, I can't believe it, man. We We won. We won. But um, I, again, po- podcast of the week. So does that mean like it was just based on what we had done that week? From what I from what I understand, mm-hmm. it's a podcast that is being highlighted that week. Yeah. We're one of four. Yeah. And then the fans and people who are connected to in any way, any of those four would vote. Yeah. And uh, there's one no, podcast. That, that, that was awesome. That really was awesome. I can't believe that that many people. I don't know, like... I don't know what deal we we made to be able to get that many people to go out and vote. I don't know if like there's like 
you know, payments that are going to be coming out of each of our bank accounts that I'm not sure what, what kind of agreements we came up with because people definitely went out and voted, which was kind of cool to watch actually. Actually, yeah, all joking aside, I think what was cool was the uh, the amount of messages that we received on Twitter and just kind of text messages as well, but mostly the, the Twitter Twitter messages of people who, honestly, I had no idea listened, listened to the show um, and people who said like, hey, voted for you, like hope you guys win or hey, like been listening, love the show, just subscribe, like different things that uh, it was cool. It was cool to see. But seriously, thank you to Potter and family for setting all that up. And if you go back and you look at some of the shows that were nominated along with us, in particular, More Gooder Than podcast, they are phenomenal. They're a lot of fun to listen to. So <laughs> You're saying like more deserving. <laughs> I mean, they were up big, man. They had they have such a they have such a great following that I think all of their followers were like, yep, 100%. They're the winners and immediately voted. And then ours were trickling in. <laughs> Luckily it, yeah. enough, it was a week-long thing. If it was just a day-long thing, we would have been completely screwed. Yeah, no, I think you're right. They probably went out, voted, saw the huge lead that they had, and like, nice, yeah. good. Thanks to all the, of our fans. The good guys won, and <laughs> yeah. then they fell asleep. It was the tortoise and the hare situation. That's a good analogy. That's yeah, a good thank analogy. You. Um, okay, so for this this episode, what we're going to do is we're going to talk through the movie The Hunt for the Wilder People. And I'm going to give you some basic info about that, just kind of where to find it, where we found it, um, who's in it, and, et cetera. And then um, Rodney's going to talk through his thoughts on the movie, kind of break it down for you guys. Um, no spoilers whatsoever. Um, we're then going to tell you the public reception to it. We're going to talk through like the ratings, the reviews. Um, and then from there, we're going to sign off. We're going to say thank you for listening. And at that point, we hope that we've sold you enough to watch this movie. Um, but if you want to stick around, there's going to be a much more detailed breakdown, um, sort of the latter half of this episode. Full of spoilers. And that's that's kind of how it's going to be for each each episode from here on out. So are we ready for this, by the yeah. way? Ready to go? Okay. I'm born ready, Chet. When I ask you if you're ready... Is it because I'm in a blanket that you're concerned that I'm falling asleep? You look like you're in a cocoon that you might turn into a butterfly. I probably will. Well, I don't know how you get a podcast, but you should look into it. Yes, of course, it's down the hall. Because I'm psyched. And here we go. All right, The Hunt for the Wilder People. It is an action-adventure comedy, and it's it's a pretty quick movie. It's only 111 minutes, which, Rodney, quick math, a little shy two, of two hours. Two hours. <laughs> uh, rated PG-13. Uh, cast is Sam Neill. He's one of the two main characters. He's this disgruntled older man. Uh, grumpy. Grumpy, yes, for sure. Curmudgeon. Curmudgeon. Um, and Julian Dennison is the, I think, the main character. Yeah, he, I mean, he's like a, my new favorite. He plays Ricky Baker. We'll, we'll explain who that is. Um, and then Rima Tewiata. Uh, and Rachel House. Rachel House was so good in it. She's the yeah. the cop, Paula. Or not even the cop, like the social worker. Social right? worker. <laughs> Who acts slash, as a cop. Yeah, yeah. Directed by Taika Waititi. Um, and I I will say right away, love this movie. I'm excited to hear what Rodney has to say about it. Why did you look at me with a funny face when you said the director's name? You mean Taika? Yeah, no. It was after you said the second part. How did you say his last name? Taika, uh, Taika W? Waititi. Oh. Um, you, I know why you looked at me. Don't act like I'm that immature. I am. Yeah, so basically it's a movie um, about this kid who's like a foster kid. So it's kind of started off with this really like grumpy kind of like for some like way too involved uh, social worker who is talking about how bad a kid he is, uh, <laughs> dropping him off at, um, you know, who he calls his uncle and aunt for, for the most of the movie, uh, Sam Neill. What was the actress's name? Uh 
uh, Rima Tewiata. Yeah, Rima Tewiata. So like, and she's she's like absolutely like that aunt that is super like lovable and loving. And uh, Sam Neill, who plays the uncle, is like has wants nothing to do with the whole process but he's kind of like all right if she's into it that's fine but basically so they they are taking on this foster kid who is ricky baker who's kind of like ricky baker the best he's kind of like a troublesome kid he's short he's stout um like right away uh she makes jokes about like hey are are you hungry if oh that's a dumb question of course you are you know so there's this like really like just good humor that's kind of built in. And um, it's basically the story of him and kind of mostly getting to know the unk. So we'll, we'll save any spoilers, but basically an adventure that he then is going on with the uncle who they're both kind of like uh, reluctant partners in crime, if you will. So he like fakes his own death and runs away. Yeah. So he ends up running into Sam Neill. They are now like, fully on the run they're on the run because they it becomes like this this national news story where people think that sam neill's character has kidnapped this kid and so ricky baker becomes this like national story right where you know the government's like the agencies are out looking for him through the woods with troops and with helicopters and there's like wanted posters up everywhere and information people asking for information and they these guys sam neill and Ricky Baker are traveling through the woods and they're, they're growing closer throughout. They just kind of are constantly trying to stay a couple steps ahead right. of these people chasing after them. I mean, it's basically just driven by the growing relationship, but also kind of the antagonism between the two of them the whole time. But it's hysterical. It's, it's hysterical. So and I love, I love it's Ricky Baker. It's so funny. So the, the director is the same guy who directed the show, The Flight of the Concords. And as we were watching the movie, I was saying, I didn't know that. I I did. I had not made the connection. But I was thinking, like, this is the ten, this is the sense of humor that 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 show had. It's it's so good. I mean, like this, the 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 two want nothing to do with each other, and they're they're thrust into this sort of adventure where one thing leads to another, this misadventure. And um, it was described to me when by uh, by a few people as being sort of the live action version of Up. Yeah. And also, should we say, I feel like we should uh, give Lyndon credit for being the person yep. who really said we we had to watch it. Because I don't think I would have ever really, I know we're taking credit for telling people to watch this. Because I'm mm-hmm. sure when they watch this, they'll think, wow, that was really great. I can't believe how good that was. Yeah. But I think, I don't think I would have ever really come across it. Or would have never really struck me to rent it no, definitely uh, not. at Redbox just based on the cover or anything about it. But do you remember when we found out the... The Edge of Seventeen was almost called, uh, almost titled Besties. Yeah, we're saying like if it had been called Besties, I would have been less inclined to. Yeah, yeah. I think the title of this makes me initially just I wanted I, I had doubts. I, yeah, I agree that the title doesn't give you anything. The when title, I, but I don't know that the title could have saved. Like I, I don't know. Well, maybe I guess I don't know. I I don't know what a title a better title could be. I do agree that Wilder people. Even after I'd seen it the first time, because I've seen it, I think, three or four times now. Yeah. Um, after I had seen it the first time, I think I still missed it. I was like, wait, will there be? I feel like we should always have a segment about the movie title. Because, yeah. you know, it does, it does say either... its own, it says its own name. In, yeah. In the, but like when I've recommended it to people and I say the name, people, I can, I can immediately tell their face kind of changes. They're like, like, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, like, good. what did you say? That immediately doesn't sound good. But 
It's a, not a movie. See, I feel like there are movies that say the title and sometimes super specific titles. Yeah. Where, like, they address the term wilder people, but they True. never, like, hunt for yeah. is Well, they were being implied. hunted. Yeah. yeah right. right. True, that's true. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. I mean, so, you know, you kind of have, like, this this really funny kid and then this really grumpy older man who, like, couldn't be more opposite. And right. then have to basically, not, I guess, kind of survival, but. Yeah, right. Just, I like, think this, part of the humor, too, is that, like, this kid is not an outdoorsy kid at all. Oh. You know, like, he's a, a kid in, like, he loves, Jordan sneakers. Yes, and, like, that, yeah. you know, like, just, like. Like a tie-dye hat. Yeah, you know, he's kind of, like, I don't know, he's, like, a fashionable like i don't know how to describe it but you know like when you see him you go like oh that's not a kid that's been outdoors for very much i have one recommendation though i've told people when they when they watch a movie because it it is set in in new zealand so there is heavier accents that it's fine like you can know what they're saying but some of the you don't want to miss all all of the humor is contained in a lot of what's said so you i it's, it's sometimes hard to recognize everything that's being said so throwing subtitles on helps yeah agreed yeah, but uh, I, I loved it. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I didn't honestly expect to like it as much as I did. What did like, what did critics say about it? That was me. That was me teeing you up. Funny you should ask that, Ronnie, because it is now time for ratings and reviews. Hate, 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 double hate, lose entirely. I like you a lot. So first of all, the first thing I'm going to read is the the worst review this was. This can be found on IMDb.com. There's the section for Metacritic. You can click right there, and it'll show you the the best and worst reviews. Um, the worst review is from the Guardian. And that's a, it, that's a that's a UK paper, right? I don't know, like new, newspaper. I think the, so. The Guardian. Yeah, pretty sure. sure. It says uh, as the proceedings grow increasingly more far fetched, the story starts to feel thinner. Any semblance of reality increasingly abandoned. <laughs> What keeps what keeps Hunt for the Wilder People afloat are the full-blooded characters that populate it. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, yeah, obviously, it's a comedy. There's things that happen that are just ridiculous. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, right. It's not pretending to be anything else. Yeah. Like, there's a part where the kid is, like, without giving anything away, this doesn't really... The part where a kid is, like, driving a car as, like, an 11-year-old <laughs> trying to get away from... <laughs> You know, a series of, of, of tanks, trucks, tanks and, and cop, helicopters. Cop yeah. I mean, granted, sure, that wouldn't be happening, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. I've never been to New Zealand. I don't know what. I mean, that might be it. That might be how the New Zealanders. Uh, the daily give and take is. Yeah. There. I don't know. Um, but the best review comes from The Hollywood Reporter. Um, and it says the director's nimble adaptation here combines solid writing with an entire bag of filmmaking tricks that includes visual gags, unexpected cuts, and quick montage sequences to score last from the get-go. He also cleverly exploits who these people are to get the audience in stitches, which I totally agree. Yeah. The more you watch the movie, the more you fall in love with the characters and the funnier what they say and do becomes. Yeah, I feel like there's so much heart in it, though. I feel like you you really get to know them in a way that you, you kind of love them right away. Even the people yeah. that you don't see for very long, you love them right away. Where I feel like there's there's... Like even really serious, there's like a lot of movies I've seen where there's so much airtime to someone, and I just sit there and think like I don't care about that. I don't care about that guy, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But this is not that way at all. Yeah, no, I agree with you because even even the uh, Paula, Miss Paula, who yeah. is the the uh, as you described her, way too involved social worker, right? Yeah, takes her job, 
uh, way too seriously, yeah. way well, beyond I mean, the know, limits of I what get, she should have set for herself. I guess, you know, it's a good thing that social, because it's not like she's too involved in the sense of like, oh, I think social workers should be hands off and who cares? No, no, I'm saying more so it's like, she's like super critical of the kid that she is like, he's she's like, like the meanest, like meanest substitute teacher that ever existed. Yeah. Is then responsible for making sure this kid ends up in the right place. But she has like, she doesn't like him. She thinks he's just the biggest, you know, troublemaker there is. Yeah. It'd be like if you had a substitute teacher, you were a good student and that substitute teacher was really critical of you. Just hated you. And then you'd be like, I've never met you before. (laughs) Why, why are you doing this? So, so even she, so she brings sort of this element to it that you kind of are following Ricky Baker and Sam Neill's character in this adventure. But then she's, chasing after them again without giving anything away. We won't tell you the circumstances, but so it kind of goes back and forth between them and then her yeah. and back to the, so, but the whole time you, it's so enjoyable because she, all the scenes with her are so great too. She's so funny. Yeah. It's a, it's a great chase movie, yeah. you know, like I, yeah. I mean like the, the entire action of the movie, if you will, is based on that, but they, they embed a lot of great comedy and also great heart throughout it. Like there's, there's real emotions weaved in with comedy, which I think isn't always done. And I think that's what really makes this one uh, stand out to me. Also, I think what makes it stand out to me is that it's it's great for families, I think. Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, so before going too much further into who I think it's good for, I guess, I think it'd be fair to talk about the actual IMDb rating for this movie right now is a 7.9. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes percentage was 97. So that means 97% of all actual legitimate people. Surprisingly, we are not on that list. Not yet. I don't yet. think, Chet. Despite having um, won that award, uh, I I didn't get yeah. an email invite from IMDb. As soon, I think. Soon. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, so 7.9 IMDb, you said? Yeah. Okay. Um, for good. me, yeah, for me, it was a nine, which I think it's higher than any of the best picture movies that are in, in our Oscar crash course episode. No, actually, that's not true. It's the same as La La Land for me. Um, but I think it's just because it's a comedy movie with so much heart, uh, but with like very real laughs mm-hmm. weaved in. Mm-hmm. And it's a great story. I've become a little protective of, of my nines and my tens. I want them to really, really mean something. And this one gets like a it. tattoo. It belongs. It belongs there for sure. I again didn't expect really to think much of it, but it is laugh out loud funny. And yeah, it's you. But you also really genuinely come to care for for each character. Yeah. Um, so it's it's that rare combo, right? Of like hilarious adventure, but you're also realizing that there's sort of emotions attached to it. So I, I loved it. I thought it was yeah. so so much fun. I yeah. I think for me, what I what I really love about it too is. It's so easy to recommend. Yep. Like every every person in it is likable. Um, it's probably I've, the highest, most most recommended movie for me recently. You know, as you look through movies and like good uh, adult movies, that's not <laughs> that's not exactly the term you're looking for, right? No. Nope. Um, because you know, there's not many good <laughs> adult movies. Actually, can I tell a quick Do side you mean story? Uh, <laughs> quick side story. More quality. My my. Uh, so growing up in in South America, um, my 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 aunt would send videos to to my parents like she would record videos on hbo and send them um of what of just like you know like actual like hbo movies like real hbo movies to send to you guys 
like for, uh, in, in South America to watch. So, yeah, so, so they, you'd have entertainment. Yeah, so she'd have like a VHS like tape with like three or four movies, and she'd like hand write on there what what was on the movie. But then in marker on, so she would record just like regular movies, you yeah, know, yeah, PG yeah. thirteen movies, whatever yeah. our movie, like just like Braveheart, mm-hmm. uh, Last of the Mohicans, just movies that she <laughs> would then send to to my parents. But then on the markers, because you know all of us kids were younger. She would the ones that ones that didn't have like weren't kid friendly movies. She would put adults only <laughs> on on all of the boxes, and so we had like we would have like sh- movie shelves full of boxes that said adults only. And I think <laughs> people that, would come over at like yeah. other adults would come over. Quite and a library see you got here. Like, <laughs> wow, what is all this? Um, so you're saying in in connection to this being like in connect- easily easily recommended. It's in connection a, like to this a family easily, movie, yeah. right? Uh, like another example of why I adults think only. <laughs> yeah, a very like like it's a very easy to recommend movie is you know even for someone who's looking for a, a really great solid movie that is kid friendly or is going to be friendly for like anyone who's not trying to have a movie full of language mm-hmm. or nudity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this definitely fits that bill. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and as of right now, I think it's still in Redbox. Um, so oh, I hope, is, yeah. I hope it makes its way to Netflix. Cause I think more people, Well, would be- it is on Netflix in certain regions. Okay. Uh, I tried to do that whole thing that I was telling you about with the, uh, you know, you can log in as if you're from another country, but, Apparently, Netflix is uh, has caught on to things like that. So, oh, really? Yeah, I no longer can watch. Wow. Uh, Jeepers. Yeah, I know. Stinks. It's too bad. Well, I do hope it makes it to Netflix US so yeah. that more, more people who if are listening to If anyone knows how to can... do that fire stick illegal streaming thing, which I've heard a lot of people talking about, send us an email. Not for me. Not for the show. Just so we can catch people who are doing yeah, send, it. Send yeah. us an email so that we can save the fbi 115 hours that of they would tracking these people otherwise out. looking for those people we'll, take we'll figure out the yep. technical details yep. of how people are doing it yeah we'll watch our own yep. movies we'll just so we know the crime in in and out we'll 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 do it for like a year yeah just so we can think like like the criminals i feel like we could wrap up this whole our whole like purpose and just call this our last episode if we just put instructions out on have you heard of this fire stick hacking i'm not sure you fire can, stick hacking. Yeah, so fire do you know what the fire stick yes, is? Go on. Like the Amazon yeah. Fire Stick yeah. you can watch. Uh but people have like there's like an app or something that you can literally watch any movie in theaters, not in theaters, like that there's like illegal versions of every single movie and like full high quality and you can watch it like any movie you want right now for free. Even even like the 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 Land Before Time like Probably. 11 12 13. I've literally heard Every movie is available. Wow. A so hacked fire stick. Those are the ones I haven't seen yet. I feel like I'm missing. On I feel like you. Your, a lot of your like concern revolves around the land before time. They're just formative movies for me as a young kid. Yeah, they shouldn't be, I don't yeah. think, because they weren't really that good. Yeah. Well. I think you're, yeah. you're hurting our brand right now. You're the, you're the one who has talked twice about Britney Spears' road trip. What's it called? Crossroads. Road trip movie. So it's a solid one. You you keep your crossroads. I'll I'll keep Land Before Time. That's also on Netflix. We'll agree to as disagree a, about as a sign the of quality a movie of that people deserve to watch those movies. So long as we agree on most other things, which we, we don't. already don't. So um, anyhow, so yeah. So we we'd recommend this movie to anybody. And so with that, what we'll say is, if you plan on watching it, you haven't seen it yet. This is probably when you want to pause the episode. This is where yeah. we're going to get into. 
a little bit more detailed breakdown where you may get some spoilers. So we're gonna like play Jeopardy music right yeah. now. It's like, yeah. What's the song? That's not know. it. That was almost I like think, a siren. I think we all would prefer actual music to you doing that, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. We can. I don't we know. Can I don't know Twitter that everyone poll. would agree with that. Do you think that those people are gone? now you think <laughs> i don't know the or like who- maybe one person right now is actually convinced of wanting to see it but they like they can't get their phone it's like they stuck can't. under their seat right oh, now I'm oh not- no <laughs> don't start talking yet um yeah man you know what though i'm really glad those people are gone though they're the worst all those people who were here before listening and that are not going to stick around for the more detailed breakdown you can let out that fart now you've been holding in why, why would I So the worst the, people That's who I'm holding no, no, no. A fart in Now we're amongst friends Now we're amongst friends So But I You don't fart, have to be polite I would, I would fart among all people Yeah true I just don't think that Everyone is like As much of an animal As you Yeah so. I like to think of it as honest I told you not to give details Yeah well You're the one who gave me The details this this movie now that I feel free to like talk talk through it now that all yeah. those like weirdos are gone and we have the real like the, the mother real died yeah what? <laughs> well, I, that's what that was what yeah. I was afraid I was gonna well, say the whole you know time. what though so yeah so the so he gets adopted by this by this couple or not adopted but taken in by this couple yeah he's and like the, a foster kid the the woman is like super nice makes the him greatest a, a birthday cake sings him a happy birthday ricky baker song yeah like she's like her she's, own she's the one that she wanted him and is going to make him feel love and really right away makes him feel loved you know and like that's kind of part and, of the story and, and i loved her she was great she's the sweetest but then i didn't know i don't know if you knew i didn't know that no she idea. was gonna die no. She like dies like what? I want to say less than 10 minutes into the movie. She's dead. I think it's probably 25 minutes if I were to guess. Okay. But early, early on in the movie, she's yeah. she's just dead. I think it feels like it's going to be a story about the mother, like her, you know, the, the you know, foster mother or whatever the term would be, um, like going to be about her loving, loving him and then eventually, you know, her husband coming around who's kind of the standoffish. Yeah, maybe she like breaks down guy. the kids' walls, yeah. right? Yeah. That's what I was thought the story was going. Yeah. So you're kind of like right away, like, wait a minute, what? Like, now what? Like the glue is gone. Yeah. So now how is this going to work? And and then like you said, Miss Paula, the the the, the social worker slash is, detective. Yeah, is like just one step behind them at all times. Like every time they leave a scene yeah. and like go then you see her coming like right after, right where they just had left. And, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, also because then they have that kind of like that relationship where any of the not animosity, but any of kind of the uh, I don't know what the term would be tension. Yeah, any of the tension or just the fact that he's a grumpy old man that doesn't want to deal with this annoying kid. Yeah, like that 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 part of the relationship only exists at that point in sarcasm. Mm-hmm. You know where he's yeah, yeah. you know like like they grown to really really like each other mm-hmm. and uh the reason it it's a, a good description of it is it's the live action up yeah. version of up is because it's the same thing you have this like obnoxious like overweight kid who <laughs> who then gets thrown into this adventure with uh with this disgruntled old man and yeah. uh and then they become they become very close i guess the only issue with that i have though is is the is the fact that there wasn't the a talking kidding. dog huh. that there wasn't a talking dog Doug. no not just that but there was a there was a dog uh in the movie that named dies. tupac yeah named tupac and then another one that does yeah. um tupac lives though yeah tupac lives okay. uh but 
the kid in Up is not a like is not a punk though. He's not a punk. He's a right? he's a Boy Scout, which is yeah, like he's a Boy Scout. Oh, it's kind of like a different kind of annoying. no, a different kind of annoying. It's a different yeah, like a real innocent kind, like the kind of where you're like the kid's so nerdy, he's annoying. I just like, don't know why so they don't sell cookies like the Girl Scouts do. Because I feel like the, I didn't, there's nothing cute about it. Okay, but I don't thin mints are thin mints, man. I don't. I don't need it to be like Wait, I'm guys. Not gender specific. Guys would have to go buy their own. Go figure out new flavors, fellas. Why? If it was twice a year that I was getting those types of cookies, I wouldn't. Why? I don't need a new flavor. No. Yeah. Go figure out a new flavor. You can't take thin mints. The girls already got them. So now you're saying it's not about gender. Go, it's about go pound flavor. Sand. Yeah. Go so you, pound sand. So you boys, would buy cookies from the boys. Go, go sell knife flavored candies. What? Are you talking about what? knots? Go sell, sell ropes that you can tie into knots. But you I feel dumb, like you dumb boys. Like they're more concerned about badges, and I think Girl Scouts are more concerned about me eating thin mint cookies. <laughs> I don't think you know that because I'm pretty sure Girl Scouts have badges as well. In my experience, it's been almost exclusively about thin mint cookies. In your experience with the Girl Scouts, I don't want to know about your experience with the Girl Scouts. <laughs> I mean, remember that time you texted me and said, "I'm coming home with Girl Scouts." Separate text, cookies. <laughs> I think actually it was, I'm coming home with Girl Scouts if you want some. If you want some. And then. Separate text. Cookies. Cookies. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a list. Rodney. Yes. What's your favorite scene of this movie? I think my favorite was in, like, after the mother dies, there's a, a funeral scene. Oh, this is so good. the minister. Actually, Wait, do you want to play, yeah, play, play, play it? Let's play Let's play the scene. Play the scene. You know, sometimes in life, it seems like there's no way out. Like a sheep trapped in a maze designed by wolves. And you know that if you're ever in that situation, there are always two doors to choose from. And through the first door, oh, it's easy to get through that door. And on the other side, waiting for you, all the nummiest treats you can imagine. Fanta, Doritos, LMP. Burger rings, Coke Zero. But you know what? There's also another door. Not the burger ring door, not the Fanta door. Another door that's harder to get through. Guess what's on the other side? Anyone want to take a guess? Vegetables? No. Not vegetables. No. You would think Jesus. I thought Jesus the first time I, I, I come across that door. It's not Jesus. It's another door. And guess what's on the other side of that door? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Coke I zero. Coke zero. I can't. I I can't describe to you vegetables? how funny this scene is to me. Still, so I can't good. describe it. Um. But just the whole thing. I think I think just how few people are in this like funeral. Yeah, there's like five people. But isn't that a good example of the dry like the dry humor style of this movie? Yeah, I think it's a great example of That's everything so, about what makes this so movie good. great. Yeah, because they're just sitting there and I think Sam Neill's character is just annoyed by the whole process. Like you get the feeling like he doesn't he barely wants there to be this whole thing happening. Yeah. Um, definitely not with the kid there. Definitely yeah, one def- doesn't want the kid. Definitely there. not the kid. And then just like the most ridiculous funeral crazy minister, minister <laughs> and scenario. Oh, who and is the director, situation. by the way, director of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, with yeah. Titi. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's just great. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I got to give credit to Rodney for this one because he, he pushed for us to watch it. And then um, I was like, okay, I'll give, you know, I'll give it a try. Cause I know Lyndon had said for us to watch it, but you really were the one who, who pushed well, I, for it. I watched it and then I rewatched it with you. Yeah. So it was great. Um, definitely recommended, of course. So uh, thank you again for tuning in to this episode of Down the Hall Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Down the Hall Guys. You can email us at Down the Hall Podcast at gmail.com. And definitely go check out our website, downthehallpodcast.com, where you can actually recommend uh, a movie for us to watch, which we've gotten in the last week. Um, and, what did we get? Uh, uh, well, Short Term 12. Short Term 12, yeah. Yep. yep. That was uh, that's a great one. We're gonna be you already finished about that it. One. I didn't finish it. Yeah, yet. so good, so good. Definitely worth watching. So we'll be doing that one soon too. So again, thank you guys again. Thank you, Lyndon, for the for the recommendation. And again, if you've been with us this whole time, go see for the world of people.